All right, raise your hand if you have absolutely loved the effects of COVID-19. No hands up? Sounds proper. The entire world has had to grapple with COVID-19. It drove us all into isolation and protective mode, kind of, in every aspect of life. This included the church, right? Church buildings shuttered, services were suspended, and we all flocked online. Thankfully, our leadership at Neartown didn't see this and immediately freak out. We said, God, how will you expand your kingdom during this difficult time? How can we be a part of that? One of the clear answers, to us at least, is that though the church building shuttered and the physical gathering of the church was suspended, we, the body of Christ, the church, we were still able to pursue one of Jesus' most simple and expansive invitations. Follow me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. This invitation is for every person the world over. It's entirely COVID-proof. It's evergreen, if you will. Whether you've rejected this offer before, or you began following about 30 years ago, there is still a next step for each and every one of us. So what's your next step to follow Jesus? I want you to hold that question in your mind. What's my next step to follow Jesus? Grab a pen and a piece of paper so you can jot some notes, because when we revisit that question, you might have some steps that you want to mark down. Now, Let's go to Mark chapter 1 to see what Jesus means by his offer so that we can see the path ahead. Let's start at verse 16. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and they followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boats mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. Now, before we talk about what, it, what Jesus means when he says, come follow me and I will make you become fishers of men, I want to I demystify this a little bit. So Jesus wasn't walking down the docks in Galilee doing finger guns at like every third set of men. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you, come on, you, no, you. From, from the stories about Jesus in the books of the Bible called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we know that he actually knew these guys. More than that, they'd excitedly said that he was who he claimed to be. Jesus was the Messiah, the chosen Savior that God had promised the Israelites for thousands of years. So Jesus didn't come to the shores looking for a few good men, like he was recruiting them to the Marines, but instead he came seeking these very fishermen to call them to take the next step to follow Jesus. I'm hoping that if we look at this call, maybe we can understand the next steps we can take to follow him too. So, so firstly, Jesus says, follow me. In that day, a disciple of a rabbi would take on their teacher's world. What he did, they did. What he said, they said. How far he walked, they walked. They wanted to emulate their teacher in every way. 
It was said that a disciple should follow their rabbi so closely that they would be covered in the dust of the teacher's feet. The ultimate goal of the disciple was to think, feel, and be like the rabbi. Jesus' invitation to these fishermen was no different than that of the rabbi of the day. He wanted them to take on his world, to emulate him in every way. But don't hear emulate and think imitation. It wasn't acting, simply mimicking Jesus' tone and cadence, but it was taking on a brand new identity. When a call to follow was given, it was a call to become new people that followed Jesus. To think, feel, and be like Jesus was their ultimate goal. When Jesus issues the call, it's also a call to leave all that they know. The goal of thinking, feeling, and being like Jesus superseded all their economic ties, their safety ties, even their family ties. Following Jesus means that his is the best word, the highest call, the most vital of opinions. If you were them, how might you have felt hearing this? Okay, remember our question? What's my next step to follow Jesus? Good, keep it close. So Jesus said, follow me and I will make. See, the disciples had spent their lives learning about fishing. They were excellent boaters. They knew how to cast those nets and they knew how to mend them. Their world was in and on the water. So when Jesus called them to follow him, he didn't issue a field test to see if they were up to the task. In fact, built into the call was a clear declaration that they didn't have what it takes and that he was going to be the one training them for their new lives in him. Isn't the order fascinating? He doesn't give this general call, train the best and narrow them down based on aptitude, just like all the rest of the systems around them. Instead, he calls them to a new identity, his disciples, and then he promises to give them the skills to take the steps to follow him. He would take on the weight of making them new. To make it as his followers would require a massive amount of trust in who he said he was and in what he promised to do. It also seems that the flip side of this same observation is true. They didn't possess the skills necessary to become the perfect disciples. They would absolutely need him. They'd need to humble themselves by putting off their old ways, their old ideas, and their old idols to take the next step to follow him. If you were there and were told that Jesus would do all the heavy lifting, what would you have felt? Okay, what was that question again? What's my next step to follow Jesus? I'll have you ask it in a second, so still keep holding on to it. The full call from Jesus now reads, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. Our fishing friends, prior to this day, had never gotten that call from a rabbi. No leading teacher had deemed them worthy to take on his mantle. Teachers didn't even want their names associated with the way that these guys thought, felt, or acted. After that rejection, they'd set their minds to catching fish. No higher. That's who they were. That's what they did. Fisher, fishermen catch 
fish. But what has Jesus done? He's changed the game. This rabbi called them. He deemed them worthy to take on his name. He said he wanted them to be associated with him, that he loved them so much that he wanted to change everything about them for his glory, for his name, for more. No longer did these fishermen catch fish. Oh no, that was too small of a goal. That wasn't the best catch. If they followed Jesus and became his disciples, if they allowed him to make them new, he would give them the best task associated with being his follower, helping others come to follow him too. Now, can you imagine the life these disciples felt like they were hearing at this moment to be seen, to be pursued, to be known, the promise to be equipped, the promise to be sent. Don't you want that? Don't you want to figure out what your next step is in following Jesus? Friends, Jesus' invitation to the disciples is here before each and every one of us today. Let's pull that question down now, off the shelf. Let's ask it. What's my next step to follow Jesus? Maybe you, just today, feel that there's a chance that Jesus sees you and that the high King of heaven is calling you to follow him. Take the next step to learn about who Jesus is and what he has done. Explore him. I believe he is who he says he is. And I would love the chance to talk with you about him. So text RESPONSENTC to 94000 right now and write ALPHA in the comments. Now remember, just like the disciples in this story, knowing that Jesus is who he says he is isn't actually following Jesus. He would have never showed up at that shore if that was enough. But he did show up and he did say, follow me. If you've mentally said yes to Jesus, but you haven't sought to think, feel, and be like him, take the next step to experience the fullness of the love of Jesus. Get into an intentional gathering, like a loop group or a one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationship to help you see what Jesus meant by follow me and I will make. So again, text response NTC to 94,000 and in the comments, type known. Well, what if you've been Team Jesus for ages now? Firstly, please don't miss the basic wonderful truth that he has called you and he has made you worthy because he is worthy. Please hold dear to this wonderful truth. And with that held tight, I believe your next step is to expand your application of the gospel. Let's get you equipped to take the love that you have experienced to those who are desperate to experience Jesus' love too. Sign up for one of our upcoming classes. Uh, classes are available on neartownchurch.org. You can see a list there. So that you can become a fisher of men like Jesus has always wanted for you. While it might feel big now that he has called you to it, he will equip you to it. So text response NTC to 94,000 and write equip in the comments. In 20 years, we're still going to be talking about COVID-19. What do you think you'll remember most? I'm thinking probably the masks, quarantine time, and the abundance of sanitizer. In 20 years, 
What if your memory of COVID-19 was that this was the season that God used to help you follow Jesus? What is your next step to follow Jesus?